You're listening to Closer Look. Here's Maria Morgan. Tiny houses. Some people move into those to downsize, but a tiny house is an upgrade if you've been living in your car. I'm Maria Morgan. We're taking a closer look at how faith-based groups are partnering to provide tiny houses for people who've been homeless in Sacramento. The project is called Compassion Village. We went on location where KLOVE listeners and radio employees showed up to put the finishing touches on what has become 128 square feet of hope. Hi, this is Tammy from E49. We are out here today on the Compassion Village site in Del Paso community of Sacramento, and we're building tiny homes in 105 degree heat. But we are so passionate about making sure that people experiencing homelessness are housed in our region, that we're gonna do whatever it takes, whether it's 105 or 20 degrees, we're gonna get it done. Tammy's E49 is a Christian-based organization operating in the Sacramento region. E49 is a biblical reference to Ecclesiastes 4.9, where two are better than one. Our mission in the Sacramento region is to unite churches to work together in the community to solve social issues. Today, we're here to talk a little more about Compassion Village, which is our solution to solving homelessness in the Sacramento region by building tiny homes on the back of underutilized church properties with all volunteer labor and all private funding. Personally, I have been a part of this uh, for eight and a half years. God told me to start E49. One of the reasons he wanted me to do that, to unite churches, was because we were had such an influx of trafficking victims at the time in Sacramento. We then started getting involved with refugees and chronic homeless and uh, women escaping violent environments. There's a common denominator. Number one, they need homes. Home allows somebody to land, get their wits about them, and actually then rest and begin to start changing their lives. Once they have a home, we wrap them with mentoring, wraparound services, and community, and then we help them get jobs through entrepreneurship and employment. Those three things are interdependent, and those three things change lives, and it's working. It's working. We have eight people here on site that has happened in the last year, and we are gonna continue to build homes until this issue is not an issue for those who, who want to change. Getting a person who's been homeless into a tiny home is surprisingly easy. So a tiny house has a lot of different definitions depending on who you talk to, but generally it is a home that is under 400 square feet, usually over 120 square feet so that it's habitable. And then those homes uh, can either be on wheels or on foundations depending on local zoning and um, regulations. It takes about two months to build one of these with all volunteer labor, but as soon as it's finished, someone actually gets housed. The ministry's vision is to establish dozens of villages in the Sacramento area. Each village would have at least 20 homes or so on site, but it's really dependent on how much property the host church can offer and, of course, what kind of support they can provide. Each village will be different. Like in South Sac, the need is mostly for women and children. But in Del Paso, a lot of the housing applicants have been homeless veterans. We have here on this site six tiny homes. Our version of tiny homes are actually built to the RV standard. We put them on wheels so that they can be moved around. It also works really well with zoning on churches, which is primarily where we place our tinies. And then uh, these have 128 square feet, so they're actually eight by 16 long, 13 and a half feet high. 
The people heading up Compassion Village charge a bargain rent, just $350 a month. That gives the people who need a hand up a chance to get a real grip on their futures. And the relatively inexpensive process makes it easier for churches of just about any size to participate. So here's how it works. Basically, a church or an organization raises $7,500. That $7,500 is then donated to E49 Corporation. We then go out to all of our great sponsors like SMUD and Grid Alternatives and um, Mill Guard Windows, and we get the materials so that you can build your home. We then send those materials back to your congregation. You all build a home on your site with your congregation, and then when it's complete, you bring it down to the tiny home village. Next, we, we match with you a corporate sponsor who comes out and helps you build. And once the two of you finish, the church then partners for the next three years to help mentor, work on site, and love on our, our formerly homeless residents in the village. This is the first of what we believe will be 15 to 20 villages. Each village costs approximately $300,000 to do, all volunteer labor, all private funding. We hope you'll be a part of it. I'm Maria Morgan. You're listening to Closer Look. We went on location in Del Paso where volunteers were working to make tiny houses move in ready for people who've been homeless in Sacramento. K-Love Radio joined forces with a ministry called E49 some time back to leverage the power of radio for getting the word out and to communicate the Compassion Village vision to churches who might have land or labor to give. One of the ways that we've partnered with Caleb over the years is utilizing some of the volunteer services as well as we are a nonprofit, so we post a lot of our stuff on Caleb. We also are both part of an org- of a thing called Hoops to Hope, uh, where Caleb goes to the Sacramento Kings, and we do some things with churches um, at the Sacramento Kings Arena during basketball games as well. So we love Caleb. The feeling is mutual. Jenny Leeruda is the head of the local Caleb events team. Our partnership with E49 is really unique. They are here, out here serving the community all the time. So these, uh, the Compassion Village, these tiny homes are all something that they started. And we found them through another event, reached out, let them know we wanted to be involved. And it was really easy from there. And addressing homelessness together in Sacramento was a natural fit. I'm excited to be out here today because honestly, this is an answer to prayer for me. Um, Being a part of the events team for the past four years, God has put on my heart to be a part of a home build. And the heart of K-Love is to serve within our community as well. And so being able to put a passion that I have along with a passion that K-Love has, um, this this is just the perfect mix of an answer to prayer and serving the community, which is the heart of K-Love Radio. Jenny Lee's also seen a lot of things she liked about E49's other ministries in the city. So E49 serves the community apart from just building tiny homes. They are also have a community center that people are able to go into. They can get tutoring, receive training, and there's also meeting space and it's got kind of a really unique atmosphere too. It's very different and very comfortable. And I've been able to walk in and see kids doing tutoring and um, they're, it's really able to just take them from where they are onto the next step. And a lot of kids have been able to excel through some of the programs that they've got. And it's been Tammy's experience that whenever ministries rub elbows, whether in the AC of the shared working space or on a blazing hot afternoon together outside, help happens. Yeah, so we're really excited about partnering with Caleb. We have obviously been friends with Caleb for a long time. And so we're excited to have Caleb out here today along with Caleb volunteers 
and uh, the ability to have them work on our homes. And they're gonna actually jump in here in a little while during the dedication, and then they're gonna help build some of these homes, paint some porches, and also work with uh, some of our residents to uh, be introduced to them and meet them and uh, be able to watch them move into one of the homes. This is Closer Look. I'm Maria Morgan. The church where the tiny houses are set up, of course, is a big part of the success of any Compassion Village. My name is um, Pastor Larry Joyner with St. Paul Church of God in Christ. And we're here today with K-Love. Um, volunteers come to try to help us with Compassion Village, which is uh, for the homeless and the people around town in Sacramento, that we can help others. And K-Love is a big help to us. Getting the houses ready requires a lot of work. We're, we're painting some of the homes as they're here, cleaning up some of the areas that are here so that they'll be able to come on and move in. We've been just waiting to finish up some of the homes. And so now we brought some volunteers to help us so it won't be so long to be able to get into the home for the children and the people that's coming. And what will living in his church's Compassion Village actually be like? A little house uh, that have little small things. They have, it has uh, heating, uh, it has uh, small air, and it has solar. And it's a place for people to live, uh, to get out with out the cold. Uh, they build, we have a building right here that's uh, 3,000 square foot downstairs, 3,000 square foot upstairs that we use as a resource building where they can cook um, their meals, they can use the restroom as they need, they can take their showers, uh, and they can watch television, do computers, and learn, and to move from being homeless to be a productive individual in our community. So today we're actually going to uh, give a tiny home to one of the individuals who's been on a waiting list for a season. Uh, his name is Thomas, and Thomas is really excited about getting a home. He is hoping to uh, move into one of the tinies. We have a little bit more work to do on it, but we're gonna go ahead and dedicate it today. He's actually already in the inside of our building and living on one of the inside uh, bedrooms. So he knows exactly what he gets and what he's gonna get, and he's really excited about that. Thomas is, is a, a young man that, that needs a place to stay and he's willing to work and to build his life uh, back together. And we're just trying to help him build a build and become the man that he's supposed to be. And all he needs is that. Sometimes they tell us that you pull yourself up from your bootstrap, but what happens if you don't have any boots? So we're just trying to help to make sure that he become the man that he's supposed to be. Thomas actually had an apartment and he thought things were okay, but then he told us suddenly circumstances forced him to leave. He made his way to Sacramento and crashed with friends for a few days, but then he was out on the street. And now? And now I live here after being homeless in my car for about three months or so. And what is he looking most forward to when he has the keys to a tiny home? Most looking forward to being able to have my kids over and have quality time with us. I'm most looking forward to having my family and my kids here in this home with me. What about that time he was homeless in the car? What was it really like? No place to go, just sitting there. What did he think about? Basically, just how to make it stop. And a lot of it was trying to stay positive, making sure that you don't let the things that are happening kind of stop you from doing other things that'll be positive later on, you know? 
being here helps a lot because when you have a stable place to come back to every night it gives you a sort of base of operations to be able to go out and do things that you want to do like go to school get a job which are the things that i'm doing now so being able to be here lets you coordinate and also it gives me the uh, space to actually have my family come and you know have fun with me and you know let some of that steam off Thomas actually still tried to go to school when he was living in his car. In fact, that's where he found out about the Compassion Village program. Um, the people here actually reached out to the school Highlands, and they have a campus here. So they coordinate with the other campus that I actually go to. And once the people at my school found out that I was going through that situation, they put me in contact with these people and they were gracious enough to give me a place. The tiny home that Thomas rents at Compassion Village gives him a new lease on life. I currently go back to school now. It was hard at first, especially being in my car, but um, that was one of the things about staying positive and being here allows you to do that. Because when you have that home and you're able to come back to, it makes school seem a lot more relevant to your life. Because when you're homeless and you don't have a place to stay, it, it doesn't seem like a cool thing to say, but you seem like you're wasting your time at school. Because you, at the end of it, you know you don't have a home to go to. So having that basic need fulfilled gives you the ability to go out and do other things. He knows he can't stay forever. It's not a permanent situation, but I'm here until I can get back on my feet again. It'll be about one to two years, something like that. But it's just that right amount of hope. Nowadays, especially because of like the way the world is, you expect a certain sense of people to kind of not care. So when you go out into the world with that attitude, you pretty much have a sort of singular focus on things. And when somebody gives you a hand up and says, hey, I'd like to help you, and there's really nothing involved that you need to give me back, it becomes a situation where you stop and think about things and say, hey, if this person is willing to stop and help me, then maybe somebody else is willing to do something else and things aren't as bad as I think they are. Thomas's gratitude on this particular K-Love Compassion Village Build Day was quite clear. I wanna say thank you to everybody and anybody who helped, gave money, did anything to make all of this possible to me and to everybody else it means the world because we get to be able to go out and do things on a productive level with an actual home this gives us the ability to be productive members of society and that is all from you guys so from the bottom of my heart i'd like to say thank you thank you thank you other cities in the United States have built and successfully managed tiny home villages like Dallas, Austin, Nashville, Seattle. But why are faith groups investing in compassion villages to ease homelessness in Sacramento? We are uh, blessed so that we can be a blessing to others and do for others. And I, it's such a, a my pleasure to be able to help others and to make, be able to see some come off the street ministering to them. So E49 already serves the community in such a great way, and K-Love wanted to partner alongside of that so we can encourage that partnership to grow even further. So we've put spots on air that let people know about what E49 is doing within the community, let people know about Compassion Village, and we've invited them to come out and join us. The hope is that they will continue serving our community through E49. All you have to do is come out here and take the look and speak to one of our formerly homeless residents. These are people who are living 
on the streets in Sacramento and they're not anymore, <laughs> sorry. They are here now um, working their way through and working their way up into jobs and into re um, visiting their families and being able to get custody back of their children. So it is so rewarding to be here. Uh, Saturday is nothing. These guys have experienced a lot and to be able to help them will be the best thing that you could do this year. To find out more about Compassion Villages in Sacramento, check out their website, CompassionVillage.org. That's CompassionVillage.org. Or email us at CloserLook at Klove.com. That's CloserLook at K-L-O-V-E.com. For Closer Look, I'm Maria Morgan. This has been K-Love Closer Look. Find us online at K-Love.com.